Some trade rumors are circling news wires right now that this guy, Justin Jefferson, could be traded. Or that there's ideas that he could be traded. Cooked up schemes and Colin, uh, Colin Cowherd uh, predictions. And, and what if the Vikings did this? What if the Vikings did that? Things that probably in some cases don't deserve the, uh, the attention on news wires and in news cycles, but they get attention. And then we got to come in and shoot them down, address them, play the what if game. And so we are here to discuss what if JJ was traded? What if they don't bring in a proper quarterback? What if Kirk Cousins does return? So from a dynasty perspective, we hit this on the redraft or not the redraft channel, the main channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. It's not a redraft channel. We do dynasty, redraft, best ball, everything. But this is a specific dynasty channel. So we're hitting it from a dynasty perspective. And uh, we just need to talk about it from dynasty. Dynasty only. If you call into the show in a few minutes when I open up the phone lines, it's dynasty only. And we need to kick around the what if scenario. Or if he's staying, which I, I fully assume he will be, and a lot of people won't listen to anything I'm saying. They're going, Smitty, he's not getting traded. No, no crap. Like, we, we, we pretty much know that, but these rumors are out there. Therefore, we're here to shoot them down or at least discuss the, the off chance that something does happen. No one saw Tyreek Hill getting traded. No one saw Devontae Adams getting traded. These things do happen from time to time. And with a guy like Jefferson, if the team has something up their sleeve... As an example, let me tell you, let's say New England's going to trade a second-round pick for Justin Fields. Now they can draft MHJ, Marvin Harrison Jr. with three, and restart the clock, essentially. Or maybe they want to, the rumor is that Minnesota could be involved. Maybe they want to take a Penix Jr. and a Marvin Harrison Jr. and reset the clock and not have to pay J.J. But at the end of the day, I don't think... JJ's going anywhere. The fan base doesn't want him going anywhere. So we will address and attack the, the 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 angle of if he stays, what's his dynasty value then? What's his dynasty value then? File in. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the Dynasty Fantasy Football Show. So we're here to talk JJ. Let's do it live. Everybody file on in. Hit that like button on your way in the door. Um, subscribe if you are not subscribed on the Dynasty channel. Your boy um, has been trying to grow this channel and we've been doing a damn good job. This thing is getting it's getting up there. I mean, we're, we're doing a really, really solid job um, getting people over here. And I can't thank you enough for hitting the like button and filing in and, and being a part of the growth of this channel. We're going to try and keep these streams really short just because I think you guys get enough of long form on the main channel. This is going to be a 10 to 12 minute by design type of channel for the most part. We'll do a lot of live breaking news streams and mock drafts and such. But for the most part, I want people to be comfortable with a 10 to 12 minute video that's Dynasty related and focused on one player at a time. I think that's going to be a nice little theme for the Dynasty channel. Real quickly, let's go over the news just so people can understand. Uh, 21 people in here in a, in a graveyard shift. Uh, this report here, Justin Jefferson to the New England Patriots, Colin Cowherd is proposing. So it's one man, okay? This is like people at ESPN all the time will come up and 
concoct some sort of trade, you know, some idea. Uh, Colin Cowherd is proposing that the Vikings surrender the 11 overall. Let me show you the draft order. So the 11 overall to move up to the three, okay? So 11 to three. And in order to climb from 11 to three to get, let's say, JD5, Jaden Daniels, the quarterback that I believe is really the best quarterback in this draft class, they have to surrender JJ and a 25 first rounder. What in the hell is he smoking? How in the hell are you going to give up not only a future first rounder for 11, which makes sense. I could get behind that, honestly. That, that That's kind of common practice. But to then throw JJ in, how are you going to give up 11 and JJ? You know what I mean? Like number three overall for JJ makes some sense on paper when you actually think out MHJ at three, fresh contract, don't have to pay him anytime soon. You know, big, big, big money. JJ is going to cost bank. And if the Vikings aren't ready to win and they're going to move on from Kirk Cousins, let's say, it makes some sense on paper to say they set reset the clock if Marvin Harrison is the number one wide receiver for the future. If that's what the Vikings believe. But to throw in 11 and 25 first, JJ, doesn't make any sense at all. It's really actually a, a stupid proposal. Um, am I going to be covering uh, rookie drafts? Absolutely. We'll be doing all kinds of rookie stuff, bro. Don't worry. Rookie videos are coming by this end of this weekend. Um, do, do, what, what do I think is a, a feasible trade, though? Like, let's say JJ was going to get traded. I had to create a trade that made sense. We talked about this in the main channel. I won't spend too much time on this because go watch today's show. But... Something along the lines of 11 and a 25 first alone. 11 and a 2025 first rounder for the three overall. The Vikings get to take JD5. The New England Patriots get a 25 first rounder. And they also get to take Penix Jr., Bo Nix. Maybe uh, McCarthy falls. Probably not because he's climbing in value. But you never know. He could fall in value again. I don't know that I love that for New England. And even Travis, who's a New England Patriot fan, he didn't love it at all. But that's something I could see getting done. This whole notion of giving up JJ and the 11 on top of a 25 first rounder is stupidity. So, but let's just say in the world where I propose a trade that would be 11 for the three. And for that swap, you give up a future first rounder in 2025. What does that do for JJ? Well, if JJ's in New England and they've got McCarthy throwing to him let's say, or Penix. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know if JJ in Minnesota is any different than starting over with a new quarterback in New England without Bill Belichick. I, I don't know. I think JJ's so good. He'll survive wherever he goes. My, 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 my gut instinct tells me he won't get traded. I think Minnesota fam, the fan base would go absolutely crazy in a negative way. If JJ was traded, this is the heart and soul of the team. I don't care how much they love, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. as a prospect. Most fans don't care about that type of stuff this early on. Like they want their guy. It would be it would be very, very dumb move for the Minnesota Vikings to explore that. If I'm the Minnesota Vikings, I'm trading a second rounder, if not two second rounders, to go get freaking 
Justin Fields. If I'm the Minnesota Vikings, I go get Justin Fields for a second or two second rounders, whatever it takes. I'd overpay if there's competition for it to get it done. Because if Fields is thrown to JJ for the next five, six years, I'm I'm ear to ear grin. Because then I feel comfortable about JJ's future. If Kirk Cousins is brought back, not feeling that long term, not sure where he's going to be with the Achilles. And so from a dynasty perspective, definitely takes a hit, J.J., but how much? He's J.J. Look what he did with the the QB carousel he had all year long. He still produced. But I think at that point, like, if he doesn't have fields or some solidified J.D. 5 moving up or at least Penix Jr., then I don't know. I don't, but, but there's, there's risk to that. Like Penix Jr. over Cousins, like Cousins for one year is better, you know, so 2024. And it would have Penix Jr. busts and we don't have a good quarterback throwing to JJ at all. Then looking back in retrospect, we would much rather have Cousins for two, three years than have this more long-term solution. It's kind of a, a, a sticky situation. But I do believe that if New England does, let's say, trade for, Let's let's say New England. Actually, let's go back to Minnesota. If Minnesota does trade for Fields, then then JJ to the moon because it just in in Dynasty it just feels secure. It just feels really secure. Now, I think New England should also trade a second rounder for Fields and then draft Marvin Harrison Jr. That's what I would do. I think any team that could get Marvin Harrison Jr. that also needs a quarterback that doesn't trade for Fields is making a grave mistake. Fields costs a second rounder. Any team that can get Marvin Harrison Jr. that needs a quarterback. So Washington, New England, draft Marvin Harrison Jr., trade a second rounder for Justin Fields, and march yourself into an Elite Eight in the National Football League. Maybe within one year. Maybe, Maybe the first year, but at least within one calendar year or two years from the date of, you know, this this season beginning, there'll be this will be a team that's competing with everybody. So, from a dynasty perspective, I don't think we can assume that JJ. Uh, I don't. I don't think we look. Players get traded inside division all the time. Peanut butter and jelly. It, it, it's it's not as common, but if you don't have any suitors, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if your best offer or only offer is from a team within your division? So it ha- it happens. Patriots, um, why not? Why not go get Justin Fields? Why not overpay? Why not? Denver, go get Fields. Las Vegas, go get Fields. Keep Adams happy. Um, Seattle, go get Fields. Let Fields throw the football to JSN and those guys. Okay, so real quickly, let's go back to JJ. This is a garbage trade proposal. Colin Cowherd doesn't know what he's talking about. JJ... The only thing that, that that concerns me, like I said, is what if Penix Jr. fails, or what if the quarterback they bring in, like McCarthy, fails? So I guess my 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 topic tonight will be: Let's open the phone lines real quick. Does anybody feel like they are willing to downgrade JJ a little bit until they find out who's throwing the football to him, or are you just saying I don't care? It'll work itself out. JJ's number one overall in Dynasty. Or is this why on underdog, even in redraft, but dynasty sometimes too, we're seeing Lamb go ahead of JJ, which is, it's not crazy to me, but it was a little unexpected. We've seen Lamb rank above him. 
I've I've seen some people very rare, but say that Chase is their number one. Um, I've seen some people in Dynasty say MHJ is their number one. None of these are wrong answers. I think that your safe play, no matter what you think is going to happen, is JJ. But it's certainly debatable. And I don't blame anybody for wavering a little bit on this topic pending this Justin Jefferson quarterback situation being ironed out. Now, some might say, oh, well, we'll know in time for draft day. Not necessarily in Dynasty. Some of you guys draft freaking early. And a lot of Dynasty startups try and follow suit with the NFL. And a lot of people try and get their draft done before the NFL draft so that you can partake in a rookie draft on top of your actual vet draft in your inaugural draft. So, tough to say. Um, yeah, so I, I guess uh, dial into the phone line if anybody wants to have a conversation about where they value JJ and are you influenced at all in your wait for the solution at QB for the Minnesota Vikings. Dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Uh, Travis, what's your what are your thoughts on this one? Is he is he number one for you? Doesn't move. Doesn't move. Okay. Because um, you really weren't getting a ton of touchdowns with him, anyways. I mean, we started to see more with Kirk this year a little, but in ten games, he put up a thousand yards with Kirk Cousins and Nick Mullins and Dobbs and you know who who, who was playing well, but. I, I think it sorts itself out. And I, I have to assume if JJ goes somewhere else, there's gonna be a competent quarterback. Yeah, I I guess I guess the way I look at it is if and I don't mind New England. Like I actually think New England because Bill Belichick's out of there, um, I don't mind like JJ with I mean, if, let's say JJ went to New England. You're you're probably well. I mean, that, I guess that gets complicated because if you're if you are surrendering your three pick somehow, or you're moving it down. I I just don't like th- this this trade. Uh, I ideas you know bunk. There's no way this works. This works out. Well, but let's let's say it was a JJ and. Russell Wilson. I mean, if you brought in Russell Wilson somehow, I like it. I like it. If you br- if you brought in, if you're able to keep the pick and spend it on Penix Jr., Penix Jr. and JJ is fantastic. Um, it, but if you're rolling with a, a you know a garbage like Ritter type quarterback or or Mac Jones again or something, I'm not. I mean, would Mac Jones be better with JJ? Sure, but like he's not going to give JJ what he needs. I, you need a, a high octane potential passing quarterback. I think uh, I'd be concerned if Bill was was still there because I wouldn't know if you'd solve the QB situation. But I do believe you guys will solve the QB situation. But to be honest with you, I think it's a mute a mute point because I I think at the end of the day, there's no way New England can afford to not take one of these three quarterbacks. At the end of the day, I don't even think you're in the conversation of JJ. I think this is a stupid argument by Colin Cowherd, and I think that there's almost um, zero chance you aren't drafting a QB in the top three picks. I just i i don't i don't see i i don't see it. I had to bet I'd say they're taking a QB. Yeah. I but I don't see I you moving down. Like you that. guys have been starving for it. You're not going to just take scraps again. That's how you got Mac Jones. You took the the leftover quarterback Good. and. And that's the way, you know, it ended up screwing the New England Patriot organization. 
Now you have a chance to maybe take the best quarterback in the entire draft in JD5. And if JD5 goes two, which I fully want him to, I think I think uh, Adam Peters knows what he's doing, GM of the Washington Commanders, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers. I think he knows talent when he sees it, and he's going to take JD5. But if you get May, I'm not totally sold on him yet, but that's to be determined. If you get May and he works out, that's great. You know, that, that's. I just wonder if he's another Mac Jones. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. the, the only other thing, real quick, and then I'll, I'll mute. Um, they do. They do have that 34th pick, so they could put that with like next year's first and get back into the first round. Maybe. You know, like. If, if someone falls that they like, can you, kind of can you imagine? Can you imagine if you could take JD five here and then move back in to take a Dunze? That would be fantastic. Um, or or Bowers. Yeah, uh, like hang tight, real quick. Uh, Aaron, yeah. you're live. Go ahead, Aaron. And yeah. then I've got to go over to Debolt. So ask me like one or two questions this time, and then I'll I'll put you on hold, and you can think of another one. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, going to what you said with the with uh, Jefferson, you got Jefferson Chase, Lamb, and eventually Barbara Hanson Jr. coming into the league. So what I, who I put first is I would put JJ first, then Lamb, then Marvin, then Chase. That would be my like rankings. I, JJ's still number one for me. Um, uh, so with so with the draft coming up, uh, like like you said about Drake May, a lot of people think like like you said you're not sold on him. What makes you not sold on him? Like is it his way that he fumbled this year compared to last year? Like what? What do you don't like about Jake May? Do you think he could bust? In, in no, I, I mean that, that's what I was saying. Like uh, I think it was Frankie yeah. or whatever in, in the chat was saying. You know, you're you're uh, backtracking on May. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying negative things. I just don't okay. have him. I don't have him. He's not going to bust necessarily. I just don't have my vibe yet on him. My vibe check. Some like you could do great things in college. It doesn't mean you're translating. There, every every one of the top five quarterbacks looks like a, a all star when you watch their highlight film and and you know. But what what matters to me is sometimes you can see that X factor with a quarterback, and sometimes you can't. Sometimes you see it in the preseason. Sometimes with Stroud, like Stroud, it it develops during his rookie year. Now he was a great prospect. Obviously, he was contemplated to go number one overall it wasn't like he came out of nowhere but between him and Bryce Young Bryce Young was thought to be the better prospect and it didn't work out that well now granted Bryce Young went to a horrible situation that I don't think is going to change anytime soon I think you said you're a Carolina fan so I apologize for that but like I I don't think it's changing anytime soon so I'm afraid he gets ruined before he even gets started kind of like Trey Lance did but but I think that at the end of the day Stroud was Stroud's better than anybody anticipated, even the people that loved him. Like, he looks like he could walk in and you're not absolutely crazy saying he's my number one dynasty QB. You're not crazy to think that way. So I don't know that I don't know that we always have the answers, and it doesn't mean that you're missing something. Like Drake May looks good on film. His numbers, you know, some say that that hurt his 2023 numbers hurt him a little bit. Everybody says, I still like what he can do. I still think he can put up what he put up previously. And uh, I don't know. He just seems a little more. Uh, he just needs to prove it, bro. I just don't have the vibe on him yet. It doesn't mean that he wasn't good in college. It just means, do, will he translate? Will he? Mac Jones was good in college, bro. Uh, Johnny Manziel was one of the best quarterbacks in college football history. You know, like it, it doesn't always translate. It doesn't mean you can even see some of it. 
but you just gotta like you gotta test it out sometimes and I, I don't have a vibe check on him yet i just don't know depends on where he goes it depends on who he's got to throw to depends on who's coaching him up if drake may went to play with dable in new york i'd be pretty on board you know so much depends on where he goes but i think jd5 can make a lot happen with his legs kind of like ar5 so he doesn't necessarily need landing spot he doesn't need landing spot quite as much caleb i'm not as sold on i like him but i don't love him so i i think situation could kind of derail him a little bit but indy wasn't the best spot in the world steichen was great we knew what he did with jalen hurts so i was excited about his landing spot to a degree but Indy didn't feel like the best landing spot. JT was banged up in AR5. He, you know, he obviously didn't play long, but this offense still feels very potent with AR5. JD will do that. I don't know if Drake May can just step in anywhere and 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 survive and thrive. Like if he goes to New England with just Pop Douglas as his receiver, I like Pop Douglas, but he's a wide receiver too. He's not a wide receiver one. He, Drake May doesn't have weapons. He needs weapons. If he goes to Atlanta, Drake May. Atlanta moves up, let's say, then he's got weapons. I like Drake May a lot. That's not flip-flopping. That's not backtracking. That's just adjusting and adapting to the environment. Situation's king. So, Drake May. All right, hold on one second, uh, Aaron. Uh, DeBalt, you're live. What's up? So, I mean, the J.J. Dill, he ain't going nowhere. He's a team. He, I mean, this is ridiculous. Collins, Collins, a fool, just like Stephen A. Smith. They don't know football. Um, but besides the fact is uh, talking about Drake May, talking about Caleb. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, it's kind of getting traction about the Manders. They're trying to get Caleb. If they can't, they're going to take Marvin Harrison to two and trade for uh, Fields. I mean, that's what I want. So, uh, that's what I've been preaching for, you know, weeks. Like, if if, if yeah, this that's... if this team is smart and they trade for fields, or like I said, New England, Washington, really anybody that needs a quarterback is smart. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you have a chance to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and you need a quarterback, the only play is you get fields for a second and you trade for Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm sorry, you draft Marvin Harrison Jr., you trade for Fields. It's the only answer. It is the easiest way to revamping everything. So I don't know. Adam Peters is smart enough to do it. We'll see if it happens. I'll be heartbroken from to some degree because I want Marvin Harrison Jr. to be a Cardinal. But it wouldn't shock me if, yeah. if, if Adam Peters also saw JD5. Also, keep in mind, you're hearing these things. None of it's true. It's yeah. all smoke. We're yep. predicting what they'll do, and I think these are good educated guesses, but there's actually no line on this. There's no, no one's leaking what's going to happen. No one's hearing the correct thing. Everybody's speculating, passing it on. And then you're going to hear the next couple weeks, you're going to hear next couple months, you're going to hear a, according to a <laughs> unnamed source of mine, and everyone's going to say that about everything. And they're throwing mud at the wall, and the moment it comes true, they've got some little like thing that they can preach about, that they had a source, I told you, oh man, this guy's connected. No, but it's all smoke, bro. There's no way Adam Peters and and this, this staff is letting people know they're trading for Justin Fields and drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. There's no way. But I think we're we're on top of what a very nice solution would be, and Adam Peters is smart enough to make it happen. Yeah, definitely. That that would be 
a busted, loaded offense with Terry McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel, John Dobson, Marvin Harrison, Justin Fields. That's just crazy. Yeah. But that's just what I heard. And uh, I heard this thing about JJ too. And uh, it's, it's, come on now. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> well, we're, well, unfortunately, it's we're JJ, wasting man. a lot of time on Colin Cowherd and how he just perpetuated this narrative and then people kept going with it and i had like i i you know people message me right when it happened i get these dms all the time i know a lot of people think i don't see this stuff right when it ha- i do i I've, I've dms of people too uh that are close to each of these situations like for example my niner buddies like i got a niner chat with my boys you know and i i hear niner stuff sometimes so early and some of it i can't even reveal and a lot of it a lot of it comes true and i it's unfortunately some stuff i can't reveal I have a lot of inside lines, you know, and some teams I don't have anybody. Like I just have a couple buddies that are like a fan page and they don't know anything more than I do. They wait for Adam Schefter's, you know, news as well. But you're going to hear so many people say they've got a source and they can't tell you, you know what? Like I always said, and I said last year, if you have a source that is unwilling to put their name to it, they don't even know for sure it's happening. Because if if somebody knows something, it's going to be very rare it's going to be very rare that somebody wants to leak something on purpose to try and generate something. And that's going to a big name player like Schefter or Rappaport. And they're going to say, according to a source, blah, blah, blah. That's why we take Schefter and Rappaport a little more seriously. We do a kind of caution. We, yeah. we approach with caution and we'll say, okay, this is not a named source, but nobody's dropping a, according to a source. Let me tell you this information and get you to buzz, get the buzz out to a beat writer. It's going to Schefter. It's going to Rappaport. So anybody that says according to a source and it's not, and you don't trust that person, like they aren't proven to you to be able to land this stuff. That person that's their source is trying to also make a name for themselves. And they're also taking a little bit of a stab at something. And everybody's just trying to get famous off something, bro. It's be very careful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you're going to hear a lot of stuff right now. And I just... I came across it. I'm like, mm, okay. And then I saw it again. I'm like, okay. And one more time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to ask. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, ho- hopefully. Ho- things, but uh, it, Fields is on the move. Fields is on the move. Um, you know, is it going to be, is it, is it going to be the Falcons? Is it going to be the Commanders? Is so. it going to be the Broncos? Is it going to be the Vikings? Is it going to be the Seahawks? Raiders, Patriots, Saints. I mean, I, I hope it's Commanders. I'm going to put my, yeah, I'm going to put it right here. I hope it's commanders. I think the Falcons are, I think all these teams are idiotic to not be making a huge play for Justin Fields. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a single bit of sense why you wouldn't aggressively say, I'll outbid everybody. I've got to throw down two second rounders to make it happen when he's only worth one. I'll do it and I'll do it live. The fact that people aren't doing that is, is crazy to me. Or it won't be doing that is crazy to me. And, and I can almost guarantee you they won't. Because for whatever reason, the NFL is full of, uh, I don't know. I, well, I don't... Just, just knowing the, the what you have on the board, I'll tell you, well, exception to the Vikings, because, you know, it's Kirk Cousins' town. Uh, they all want builds. Everybody wants to put the Bears. Well, I mean, Bears fans want builds. Kirk Cousins' town. We don't know what's going on. There. What do you mean Kirk Cousins' town? Well, for, 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 for the Vikings. Like they want, 
that the fans, you know, they they like they like Kirk Cousins. I don't know about that, bro. I don't know about that. I don't. I mean, we had Perps on here earlier, and he was mm-hmm. telling us, and I I believe Perps because he's you know he's you know he's got the the local yeah. vibe better than we do, and he said that. Yes. The, the, I'm sure the fans like him, but the fans know they can't go into the future with him. He's good for the now. Yeah. But they, I don't, I don't know that the the Niner, the 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 Minnesota fan base is actually wanting to to stay with Kirk. Yeah, uh, the still, fan bases are definitely wanted by all those teams on the board. I mean, every single fan base and every single they would love to have him. So we'll see what happens then. Yeah. All right, bro. Later. Later, Bill. Appreciate you. All right, Aaron. Final thoughts, Aaron. I got. I got to jump. Um, I just want to. I just want to like um, pity back on what you said earlier. I, I wasn't trying to like you know come at you with uh, with with May at, at, at all. I didn't mean like oh try to back. Oh, I don't. I don't care. I, I don't uh, care. That question. Um, going back like silly with Bryce Young. Um, yeah. Uh, that I I do like J- uh, Dan Canales. I think that was a good hire. I think. He's going to build around Bryce's strength because the issue was uh, the owner meddled too much. We and they kind of they. What I'm hearing is I don't know how true this is like because I like to take some of the bit of salt that they was trying to build Bryce into Frank's offense and not the other way around. Like you're supposed you're supposed to build an offense around a quarterback strength, not the other way around. I think this year obviously he's going to take a little bit of a step, but it's like you said earlier, it's not this ain't this ain't going to be a winning year. We're, we're not going to be winning for the next three to five years at best. So I would say this would be a a, a good year for him. I, I I'm going to call at least three thousand to thirty eight thousand yards passing and around like nineteen to twenty two touchdowns and between eight to twelve interceptions. I can see that, which would be a uptick to what he did this year. Maybe so like a one what or two. So t- walk me, walk me through what you're doing in the drafts. Um, so at pick 33, I like Lab McConkey a lot. I've been doing a lot of research on him. I've been doing a lot of like uh, scouting on him. Uh, Bryce is going to need somebody that can go over the middle that can separate, that can give him that outlet. So if he's in trouble, as I said, if yep. he can't fix this all line, with problem is, but can. problem is McConkey's yeah. climbing up draft boards. I don't know that he might he even is. fall to 32 or 33, bro. Like I, I don't know. Um, if he doesn't, we do have Burns there. Uh, there, uh, Smitty. To where I don't think we're resigning him. We're. I don't think we're going to pay him what he's going to want, what he's worth. So we're probably going to have to package him and go up into like the mid first if you want Lance. If we want Lad McConkey, because like you said, McConkey's climbing up draft boards. If we want him, we might have to trade up with Detroit, the the Ravens. So I think it's not the draft order because those end teams will switch off because of the Super Bowl and stuff. But for us to get into like the late first, we're going to probably have to package Burns or trade Burns away. Uh, maybe add a fourth on that to go up a couple spots if you want him. I like I, his route running. I think his skills will help Bryce out a lot. I like him, but like for me, bro, I think you swing big, you get a neighbor, you, you trade up and you get neighbors or a Dunze if you, if, if you want to make an impact. I don't know that I... I McConkey I like, but everybody's wanting him to be the next Puka Nakua. And I, right. I just think everybody's willing, trying to will it to happen. And it's not going to work. He's not. There's. There's so rarely. There's rarely ever going to move up. Okay. Uh, I mean, what would you give up to go up to get neighbors? Would you give up our first round pick next year and the first round pick in 2026? Like, what do you do to go up? Yeah, I mean, there there are people that think that neighbors is better than Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I agree I'm with that, that, but but I mean, there are a lot of people that think that you could go get Brock Bowers. Um, 
you get somebody like Bowers, Adunze, or Neighbors, you're not going to get Marvin, but you get one of those three guys, that's 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 something special to give Bryce Young. Okay. I don't know that I even want it, though, to be honest with you. I don't mean to insult your team, but like I want those guys on a better offense. I'm just saying if it were me, that's what I would do. I mean, McConkie? What's McConkie going to be? Like, I like him. He's, he's a good prospect for sure, but this is like Alec Pierce. You know, we're still waiting on Alec Pierce to be. That mm-hmm. was Alec Pierce is going to be a guy that was similar to that. You know, I I, I don't I just don't. Everyone wants him to be Puka Nakua, McConkey. Everyone wants, you know, Wilson to be Puka Nakua. Everybody wants this new Puka Nakua. <laughs> and it, it's not going to be easy to land another player like that. That's very rare. Stroud's very rare. Puka Nakua's very rare. Um, these guys are very rare. It's it's a great, yeah, it's a great wide receiver class, says Crack Shot. It certainly is. Um, But I, I really think Bryce Young needs an elite wide receiver. McConkie's not going to be an elite wide receiver. He'll be a good receiver, though. Very good receiver. Like, could he be, is there a world where he's Michael Pittman good? Which I don't think Michael Pittman's as good as everybody's rankings. <laughs> Dynasty startups is going like freaking 22 overall, which is crazy. But like my version of what I think of of Michael Pittman Jr., I think McConkie maybe has a shot in hell to get that good. But like he's never going to be a top five wide receiver. I clip they say it'll be funny if it doesn't work out. I'll be I'll take a, I'll be glad to take a lap if McConkie becomes that good. He's good. <laughs> he's good. He's climbing up boards he though. Is. You're not going to get him at 33. I like him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. He's really good. I just don't see him being Puka. I I, I think he could be between wide receiver 15, 16. That's just my opinion. I think he'd be that good if he climbs up any higher. Then then like you said, you and I were just taking a lap because we just we just like oh shit like we thought that he would, he would be only 15, 16, maybe even yeah, in the 18. But yeah, a, a fantasy wide receiver 15 to 20, sure. Yeah. Like that's possible. I'm yeah. not shooting that down. Like you you can clip that. That's mm-hmm. fine. Do I think he's a top 10 wide receiver like Puka? That is so freaking rare, no. man. Or top 12. Top 12 will make him the low-end wide If he was 12, 11, 10, he'd be a low-end wide receiver one. Not going to happen. I, I like McConkie. I do. He looks really good. He looks, re- But keep in mind, he has not yet had his combine and all that. Like, maybe he looks bad again, or, you know, or looks bad. Like, we got to see it all play out. He'll definitely be a riser, though, and you definitely not get him at 33 if he continues to rise. No, we're not going to. All right, Aaron, I got to jump. The four, 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 three. But yeah, I right, thank you, Smitty. I appreciate it. We'll right, have call... this conversation more as the offseason goes on. All right, call him more. Call him tomorrow. Later. All right, thank you. Travis, yeah, final thoughts. Um, I think I'm good. I Just to, to reiterate, I think JJ, no matter what, I think he's number one because I think wherever he wins, there's going to be a quarterback because otherwise he's not going to resign with the team if there's no future for him there. So one way or another, he's either with the Vikings or on a team with a good quarterback. So still number one for me. Yeah. Tough to say, man, what's going to happen. But yeah, I think it ultimately, and, and let me redo this because I wrote, I wrote Jay, I wrote lamb there because I've seen lamb go one, but of course JJ to me, of course is my number one. But, I, I mean, I understand people's, you know, fear of the unknown. So yeah, we'll go, we'll that's go. why earlier when we, when Perps uh, and I were kind of going back and forth with the, the you know, mock, mock deals, I actually took JJ out and put Addison in because that just, that's a more realistic thing for me. Like, if they wanted to move, move someone to move up, 
they could replace Addison way easier than replacing JJ. And I like Addison a lot, you know. But yeah. So. You know, I you know. I don't see him move, moving unless they refuse to pay him. I love Jamar Chase. Um, I do. I love. I love him. He's so good. But part of part of me feels like Marvin Harrison Jr. maybe is my third. I don't know. It's so tough. He might be my three. I, I love Chase. I, I, I again reserve the right to change my mind on that too. I'm, I'm still working it out. Yeah, it, it's the nature of of a, I think a, an honest fantasy football healthy. analyst. If Bella comes back healthy, JJ could jump right back up there too. Me and yeah. Chase. Chase. Uh, a franchise would be crazy to pass. Yeah, yeah I, I just think and for the debate of Harrison versus JJ for a, a organization. Like you just gotta understand this. This is gonna cost you know mega mega bucks. Whereas this is a reset, so like it's not crazy for a franchise to be like, okay, kind of feel like I would rather have Marvin Harrison than JJ. As much as people don't understand that and they can't wrap their their brain around that because of how much they love JJ's talent, it's just you know you're resetting the clock. It, it depends on where the franchise is in the rebuilding process, but right. Because player for player, you hope Marvin Harrison ends up as good as JJ. Yeah, because in, in, yeah, if, if he, he is the number one overall, he climbs all the way to one, then this won't be funny anymore. <laughs> like it'd be like, oh yeah, well, right. damn, yeah, he's as good as JJ. Like, let's keep in mind, I'm not, I am not, I repeat, I'm not saying that JJ is the next Mike Thomas, but Mike Thomas was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. And it wasn't like even close. He was, he was everybody. Everybody loved him. They're like, this guy's gonna be. A, and I'm, I'm not saying that's happening to JJ. I'm just merely saying that you know injuries, anything can happen and derail something you feel is 100% certain. Like I don't know if anybody in here could honestly say they thought Mike Thomas would fall off like he did, just out of nowhere. It, and it, you know it happened and it mm-hmm. continued on. Uh, like it's crazy when you think about it. So like. I don't think anybody's nuts to be like, I don't know what his QB situation is going to be. I'd rather have, you know, in, in Dynasty, you could say I'd rather have, like, the 1.1 rookie pick and A-chan over JJ. I mean, I'm not saying you necessarily yeah. would want to do that. It depends on your team build. But if you could get a, a, a player like A-chan or you could get a player like Kyron Williams and you get the 1.1 rookie pick and let's say you kick back a a 2.1 rookie pick or something like that. I, I mean, I'd rather have Kyron and the 1.1 than JJ and the 2.1 rookie pick, you know, or I- even if you were worked out a yeah. little closer to like 1.8. So would I rather have JJ and the 1.8 or would I rather have Kyron and the 1.1 rookie pick? I'd rather have Marvin Harrison Jr. and, and Kyron. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't argue that. Now, what would I say that if Justin Fields was already locked into place, I would struggle more. So I think that's kind of why I'm mm-hmm. here tonight is to say we do have a little bit of a hesitation. Like I'm, I'm locking JJ into a much more secure spot if I know what's what's going on, and I don't know what's going on, so I'd rather have Kyron Williams or Achan with the 1.1 rookie pick. But that's me. You're saying if Fields is locked locked in like with JJ. Um, yeah, Fields is there locked in with JJ. 
it becomes a harder question to answer. Right now, I smash the button and take A-Chan or Kyren with Marvin Harrison Jr., the 1.1, and give somebody JJ and let's say the 1.10, 1.9, 1 1.8. I, I would smash the hell out of Kyren no. and, and, the, and the Marvin Harrison Jr., 1.1. But if, if JJ no. had fields and it's locked in, then all of a sudden you, you have more of a concern. Like, wow, man, what if JJ becomes something... I, like unvin invincible, you know what I mean? Because look, look how good DJ Moore did. Let's not pretend like Fields can't make an elite wide receiver. He absolutely can. No, there were times, awesome. yeah. there were times where DJ Moore was top five to a lot of people. Like after week four and five explosion, mm -hmm. you know that that the, yep. the two two game stint, everyone's like DJ Moore top five. This is absolute DJ Moore love fest everywhere. So JJ could explode with Justin Fields. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting because that and that changes everything. Sure. Yeah, and, and and to Bob's point, if Fields is in Minnesota, let's say the Vikings make an amazing mm -hmm. bold move, then JJ does in Dynasty climb to the one point one. Like without without yeah, any without any Lamb inter, intervening, like Lamb's intervening on that right now. Lamb's getting the one point one draft slot once in a while, uh, so it'll be JJ across the board. Yeah, because yeah, because right now I guess technically the Vikings don't even have a quarterback. I mean, people assume Kirk's going back, but Cousins could just decide to leave too. I mean, he yeah. could get like Atlanta could throw him a ridiculous contract. All righty. Appreciate you, bro. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right, later. All right, All right guys. Uh, Justin Jefferson, don't panic. Don't panic. The reason I'm here is to tell you don't panic. Somebody's not going to watch this, and they're going to be like, this is stupid. JJ's not going anywhere. No, no crap, Bob. I mean, I mean, pretty much know that. It's more about these stupid rumors. i got to waste my time going live talking about it, but I love that it brings up JJ. And that we could come here and talk JJ from Dynasty. And how we might be laughing at even hesitating on him being the wide receiver one overall. Over Lamb, MHJ, and Chase in Dynasty once he has Justin Fields or some kind of secure quarterback situation. However, if they play with fire and don't retain Kirk Cousins and whiff on replacing him, then JJ falls into the gutter. To a degree, like not not really, but like that's that's bad dynasty wise. That's bad. I don't want him ha having a journeyman quarter quarterback. Like I shouldn't say gutter, but it certainly feels like a big kick kick to the nutsack. You know, if JJ if they whiff on if they let Cousins go and they whiff on replacing him, and they've got nothing, they they don't even get Russell Wilson. They you know they're bringing in like a a Jimmy G. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we never know. You never know what could happen. Um, That's the scary part. Like, that's why I don't think it's crazy to come in here and have a little bit of a conversation. And just say, what if Minnesota Vikings screw this up? What if they absolutely mismanage this situation? You know, like some of the teams kind of were doing with coaching. You know, like uh, a lot of people think that the Detroit Lions... Were or the Detroit Lions, uh, the Washington Commanders were expecting this and expecting that. I love what they ended up doing, but 
some people say that you know some some teams got a little bit worried and and made some moves and you see the Washington Commanders go ahead and pull in Dan Quinn when Dan Quinn wasn't the front runner it was Ben Johnson Ben Johnson goes back to Detroit and everyone's like oh my god we waited and watched all these these offensive coordinators and 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 solid moves go everywhere and now we're left with four people and we don't have a choice now we're going with Dan Quinn it works out great I love Dan Quinn paired with Adam Peters as GM paired with uh, uh, Kingsbury as OC, I love it. I love it. I'm just saying people are saying that, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's there's a world where Minnesota does mess this up. Um, so, I mean, it's a little bit of a risk. It's kind of why they've kept Kirk Cousins is they don't want to play with fire. But also keep in mind, JJ's been very vocal about wanting Kirk Cousins to return. All right, appreciate you all. I don't know if we'll do Rumble tonight. I'll do Rumble tomorrow. I'll do Rumble tomorrow. Um, I'll do one in the daytime. I'll see you all tomorrow on Rumble. I'll see you all on the main channel tomorrow, youtube.com slash Show. You're watching youtube.com slash Football. Please follow me on Rumble, rumble.com slash Show. Please follow me on all three of these channels. They're all original content. None of them just repeat the content on these. You got you to gotta make sure you're hopping on all three channels i'll see you all later appreciate you thank you very much for being here we got a super chat did i just ignore the super chat aaron 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 i'm sorry smitty do you think jj would get a uh a deshaun watson type contract aaron are you still here i'm so sorry about the delay on this one i don't know how long ago this has been sitting there aaron my boy let, let me just see if aaron's here aaron i'm sorry bro Smitty, do you think JJ would get a Deshaun Watson type contract like 150 to 180 million dollars guaranteed in money? We all know JJ will get a record-breaking contract. I don't know what it will be like guaranteed-wise. Um, Ziggy, who's the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL? This is taking- the highest-paid NFL active wide receiver by base salary is Amari Cooper at 23 million 776 thousand US dollars. Is that right? Is Ziggy just making me look like a fool here? Mm. Uh, highest NFL wide receivers paid. Highest paid NFL wide receivers. <sighs> Tyreek Hill. God, Ziggy's an idiot. Per year, though, like, is that the average is. Amari Cooper's average is why do you say Amari Cooper? 20 million? What is Ziggy talking about? God, Ziggy's an idiot. Thanks, Zig. Thanks, Zigmeister. Appreciate you. Total guaranteed free agency. I believe this is accurate. Let me put this up on screen here. It's Tyree Kill. Ziggy. Amari Cooper. <laughs> Amari Cooper. <laughs> is Aaron here? Aaron, you here? Aaron's here. Aaron, thank you. Good thing, good thing we don't trust Ziggy half the time. Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, 120, um, average 30 mil a year. <laughs> Ziggy's the worst. Don't don't put him in charge of anything. Uh, uh, uh Devonte Adams, 28 mil. 
a year. Cooper Cup, 26 million a year. But look at their total guaranteed, bro. 72, 65, 75, 56, 70, 50. I don't think you're going from 72 up to 150 or 180, Aaron. It's just not happening. These things are kind of done in increments. So I'd probably say if the total guaranteed for Hill is 72, you're looking at like an 80 to 90, maybe 100 mil if like some crazy situation unfolds. Um, yeah. Uh, you stop being lazy, Jake. Appreciate the super chat, but I, 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 man, I don't, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be, it is going to be incremental. I mean, his deal might be 150 million or something like that, but guaranteed money has got to probably be, I mean, and that look total guaranteed 70. That's including bonus and everything fully guaranteed 52 million total guaranteed 72 mil. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one it's gonna be one thirty one fifty eighty to ninety mil guaranteed max probably Aaron Aaron thank you for the super chat Jake thank you for the insult um and 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 I'm not being lazy pal I looked it up I just I have an assistant I try and use him Jake take a lap Jake. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. Thank you for the supers. Even even Jake from State Farm. I'll see you all tomorrow. Rumble channel, don't forget. See you there. Live at 8. Don't be late like I am. E uh, uh, Eastern. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. JJ will break the wide, mar wide, wide out market. Absolutely, but... Not by a hundred mil. Doses. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. Live whenever news breaks, like we did earlier on the um, Ocho Cinco Devontae Adams video on the main channel. Go watch it. Go watch it. See you all later. Appreciate you.